My name is Denzel Mitchell, and this is Main Street Speaks, the podcast about rural news, politics, and history from the perspective of three college students from the Northern Neck of Virginia. Today, I spoke with Greg Hewitt, one of the founders of the new tourism company, Naked Neck Adventures. We spoke a little about his business, a new internship program that he's bringing to the area, and his vision for the Northern Neck. Let's get right to the interview. Thank you for for reaching out to to us at, at Main Street Speaks and uh, and asking to be interviewed. It looks like you have a really interesting, like really new, something I've never seen before, business that you're getting ready to start up and an, and an awesome internship program, with, which is going to go along with it. So, but let's let's start off talking a little bit about you. Like, uh, could you just? I read your bio. I, I saw that you went to you went to college in Florida. Um, could you could you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, like where you grew up and 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 some of the jobs you had in the past? Yeah, sure. So let me let me start off by saying that uh, um, uh, the team here at, at Naked Neck Adventures are huge fans. We think that the work that that you and Tahi and Avery are doing is just amazing. Uh, when um, uh, Leah Henderson, who's been a, a good friend of mine and, and been part of the Naked Neck team from the beginning, came to me, she's like, "Oh my God, there's a." Naked, there's a Northern Neck podcast, and uh, you've got to hear it. So we've been sharing podcast stories. So um, we started listening, and I was like, "Man, these guys are like spot on." Um, your your mission of going after kind of you know not just social issues, but talking about history. And it, what what really drew me is when you guys did the stories about rural schools, um, and interviewed the, uh, the 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 two board members from both Northumberland and Westmoreland County. Um, that was super exciting. All right, so. Yes, my name is Greg Hewitt. Uh, when I answer the question of where I'm from, I always say Fairfax, Virginia. So, you know, my dad was in the Navy. So we moved around a lot. And I'm the youngest of four kids. And we moved to Fairfax when I was about four years old. And we were extremely lucky because dad had three tours of duty, you know, in the metropolitan area of D.C. So we stayed in the same house for like nine, ten years. Um, all of my siblings graduated from high school in Fairfax. And then subsequently, because of the Navy, we moved around. After that, and I did high school and college in Florida. Um, soon as I, my, my first job in high school was at a restaurant. Uh, I was working at a barbecue restaurant, um, kind of understanding the dynamics of uh, that sort of environment. And it was just really exciting to have a job at 16 where, you know, I get to wear a uniform and I go into work and we're actually dealing with people. It was, it was super exciting. And that just parlayed all through college, even though I studied a very, kind of liberal arts degree in humanities, I was managing restaurants all through college. So my first job out of college was um, I was recruited by a chain of French bakery and cafes in Dallas, Texas called La Madeleine French Bakery Cafe, and they've expanded to some other markets. And I worked there for about six years uh, before I decided restaurant management is, you know, 80 hours a week. It's kind of, it's a young man's game for sure. Um, but a, a huge amount of experience. And I, I put this in, in the bio I sent you that I, I, I talk a lot about everything I know today I learned at a restaurant. And I think that's, um, it's, it's, a, it's life skills, business skills, all sorts of skills that you walk away when you're in that, in that business. Now, after that, um, I did a stint as a small business management consultant which I was able to parlay all of my experience of running a million dollar restaurant operation into how, you know, an electrician can be 
successful in his market. And one thing that was interesting about that part of my professional career is that you would meet people that were super good at their job as electricians. They were good bosses. They made sound decisions, but they just didn't know how to take the business to the next level. And so you'd come in with these eyes and help them find ways to just, you know, be a little bit better at what you're doing because you're successful in all these areas. You just got to focus on this area over here. And uh, uh, that took me out to the West Coast. And um, after that, I got involved in technology and working for various software companies in a really interesting field um, of alliance management. So my job for the past, well, I'll say two decades because 20 years sounds like a super long time, but, but it's been involved in kind of building these technology alliances between software companies and organizations that help install that software in various businesses. And that's where I am today. Got you. So, so you've pretty much, well, you say you learned everything from working with restaurants, like all, all the skills, and then you pretty much carry that into a lot of different businesses. So how did you, how did you end up finding the Northern Nick? Fairfax isn't too far from here, but when I'm at UVA and I tell people from Northern Virginia that I'm from the Northern Nick, they still don't know where it is. So how did you get here? Well, that's a very interesting story. Um, uh, in, in, I, I met, uh, uh, I met my current husband in 2002 and in 2003, while we were still dating, he had convinced me that his boat, which is a very nice cabin cruiser boat could make it from Fort Washington, Maryland to, um, um, Virginia beach. So we took six days off from work and we were going on and it, it broke down. So I had to pull out the big map and I see, oh, there's a Marina right over here. And it looks like it's got all the services. So we pulled in close point Marina and subsequently spent, I guess, four nights waiting on our boat to get repaired and had an amazing week, um, never leaving the Coles Point area. It was great. They had a tiki bar. There was a beach. They had live music, a restaurant, all we could ask for. Got you. Got you. And we kept coming back every summer. So, you know, uh, when, when we got to the point that we were looking to invest in the second property, um, you know, one thing that drew me to this area, and by the way, we had never been here by car until the year 2014. We'd just come by boat. Uh -huh. And when we finally drove down and, and, and it, it was all the people that we had met that either worked at the marina or were visiting there that were from here, um, were just really, really great, great souls. And I, I, I often talk about the Northern Neck as having a bit of an island mentality, you know, because when we're all, you know, an hour from the hospital together, we're all in it together. Um, yeah. And I think there's a there's a tolerance level here that, um, and I, I'm not trying to say that that there isn't whatever there is, but I just felt like it was a a really welcoming place. So yeah, so that was around 2003, and you said you you uh, you first came here about car in in 2014, uh, and now and now you you live in Hague, Virginia, right in Westmoreland County. Yeah, we were we were part timers here. We were weekenders. Uh, okay. We live in DC full time. We would come down weekends, but we've been full time since March. Okay. Um, and our our business idea had been cultivating before COVID. Um, because we were still going to be here, you know, almost every weekend. But um, now that we've been here full time, I'm not sure that I want to go back. So, um, you know, <laughs> gotcha. we're we're still uh, we're really enjoying um, 
this lifestyle. Great, great. And and so yeah, let's talk about the business idea and Nick it Nick Adventures is is the yeah, the business. And uh and what what is like how did you come up with the idea for Nick it Nick Adventures? Like what you know, what what is it? Well, I mean, uh, overall, Naked Neck Adventures has, well, let me start at the beginning. We were, it was July 4th in 2019, and, and some buddies were down, and we're at Coles Point Tavern, which is one of our favorite you know places down here to go sit on the water and have some drinks, beers, seafood, et cetera. Um, it was July 4th, and they had uh, the, the ice delivery that normally comes to this part of, of, of the Northern Neck, our peninsula of Coles Point, hadn't made it. So boater, I mean, everybody was running out of ice and then it cascaded to like the food lion and, and, and we're thinking to ourselves, wait a minute, like ice, we pretty much take for granted, but yet here's a community that we think is ideal for tourism and they're running out of ice. So the idea, you know, let, we should have self-service ice machines. And we were batting around other things that we could, we could bring that we thought were needed in the market, like, you know, rent kayaks or, you know, just throwing ideas back and forth. Um, and it was my friend, Brad, that came up with the name naked neck because we were trying to, you know, incorporate the Northern neck. So right away I go on my phone to see if the URL is available. And it turns out there's all of these crazy chicken bloggers because there's a famous chicken called the naked neck chicken. (laughs) And that's how our mask, that's how our mascot was born. So we decided to adopt the naked neck chicken as our our mascot, we've named him West, and I shouldn't say him because West has not yet decided on a pronoun. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then every sidekick, I should every mascot needs a goofy sidekick. So um, Jerry and I have a two-year-old Labrador named Moreland. So Moreland is West's goofy sidekick. Yeah. So you know, you get the name. Um, you're not. Uh, from my understanding, you're not gonna. You're not doing uh, self-serving ice dispensers. You're you're promoting tourism in the area uh, through a, through an app. Could you tell us more, more about that? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, we were doing ice machines. We were on that path and we became an LLC and we were looking at the manufacturers and we were visiting ice machines in Maryland and doing all of that type of research. And then two things happened in uh, the summer and October of 2019. The first thing was, is I met, uh, I met a young couple by the name of Willie and Jess Fairfax and they live right here in Hague and uh, Willie's whole life. He's, the conservative enthusiast of the off of the off highway vehicle kind of movement. And uh, he introduced me to what his concept was of taking these trails and making it what he said, help me go legit. And then the second, so we met Fort Hill riders and I'll talk a little bit about them when we discuss the different businesses we're taking to market, but there's this whole off-road community that I knew nothing about that are um, really enthusiastic about it. So that occurred. And then the second thing that occurred is we were talking with the head of tourism for the Northern Deck, Lisa Hall, and she invited me to go to a meeting for the Virginia Department of Conservation and Recreation. And they were giving their kind of annual report of different trends in tourism and where they're giving grant money, et cetera. And right away, they were talking about this concept of manufacturing adventure tourism and how the Commonwealth is really supporting that effort. And that's just things like, you know, renting kayaks and you know, providing the goods and services that a tourist would want to do for outdoor sports. The other thing that they talked about was how 40% of their grant money is going to motorized trail development. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. So following the guidelines of the Department of Conservation and Recreation, they had said, you know, the trends are around technology. Um, the trends are around 
um, glamping, and then there's trends around, and I'm just going to refer to some notes, sports tourism is the third thing that they were emphasizing. And it just seemed like, wow, this is bigger than ice machines. Like, we should find ways to really harness what the Department of Conservation and Recreation are telling us to go after, um, providing these sorts of goods and services. So is the business, the business is promoting tourism and, and you have a, an app element along with it, uh, which I, which I assume comes from your, your days working with technology companies uh, out on the West coast. You, it, 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 my mother would think the same thing, but no, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a software sales guy and, and much different than someone who does programming. Got right. You. But um, I do understand how, technology can bring a business solution. So certainly when we looked at some of the, well, there, there's three main businesses that we're going to market with, and, it, and they all fall under emphasis of outdoor sports recreation. So we've got Fort Hill Riders, that's the off-highway vehicle club. Um, and I'm super excited to report that we've helped Fort Hill Riders create a chapter um, to where now they're now incorporated. And they're going, they've been recognized by the National Off-Highway Vehicle Conservation Council, or also known as NOVAC. And they're mm-hmm. going to be the first trail in Virginia uh, on the Novak list in terms of their club charters. So we're super excited about Fort Hill Riders. We've got a drag race event coming up in March where, again, I'm not a part of this outlaw DMV crowd, but they're super enthusiastic, really great people. They, they tout um, this off-roading as kind of a PTSD treatment for a lot. It's a lot of um, anxiety and, and, and they, they get a lot out of it. So, so that's exciting. The other organization we're going to market with is Coles Point Marina. So we're doing a lot of work with them in terms of providing goods and services to their guests. And then the third one, this is, this is also extremely exciting, is Lake Marshall Disc Golf. There's a, uh, a champion-level PDGA course in Montrose that they've just finished building out their third PDGA course that's surrounded by this beautiful lake. Um, and they have um, dozens of events a year with two to 300 golfers that show up. So you're partnering with these businesses and you're essentially helping to like uh, promote their business and, and promote tourism in this region specifically. Yeah. I, I mean, certainly our emphasis around outdoor sports entertainment, but I, really what we're trying to do Denzel is kind of aggregate all the goods and services that are available when someone comes to visit our area. Yeah. Um, and we've experienced this when we've had guests, you know, they'll show up and say, Hey, is there anywhere to, to rent a kayak? And honestly, I wouldn't know where to turn. And there was nowhere to go find this type of information out there um, without knowing someone local. Um, and then if, you know, you come down here and if you do a Google search on where to go eat, you know, there's going to be a couple of listings, but it's not really telling you about all the exciting places that are kind of more mom and pop that you wouldn't know about unless you were local. So yeah. we're focused on bringing all of those goods and services together into the app. Um, and following the guidelines of DCR, we're putting some geocaching in, in place so that if you're at Lake Marshall Disc Golf, you'll be able to de- geocache the course. If you're at Fort Hill Riders, you'll, you'll get geocaching examples there. And we're building what we're calling the Westmoreland Mystery Tour to uh, take you from places like Kinsale and Stratford Hall and kind of add some geo- geocaching fun into that as well. Yeah, that, I mean, that's awesome. And this is all through the app, which you haven't developed yet, but is going to be released this spring. Well, yeah. So the phase ones, uh, we're in beta for phase one and we're rushing, rushing, we're working hard on trying to get phase two so that when we officially launch in April, 
Um, it's going to have a bit more functionality than it has today. But the app looks really great. People will be able to, to download the app for free, get all the listings of the community partners that we've broken into like six subcategories of dining and carry out and wineries and breweries and sundries and groceries and you know all sorts of specialty retail. Um, but then they're also going to be able to book adventure packages for uh, Fort Hill riders, or if they want to do dinner on the beach, we'll be able to put that together for them. All right. That's, that's awesome. And, and we should be looking for the final version of that this, this spring or this summer? Or? Well, um, so we've got a couple of launch plans. So in April, we will have what we believe most of the functionality we want built. We're going to launch that to what I'm calling the Tri-County area. So we'll launch into, into that area in April. And we've already built all of our listings to do a launch in Colonial Beach uh, this summer. And we're, okay. we're hoping to launch Colonial Beach along with our geocache mystery tour. And now you're also going to be doing an internship program where you're going to uh, you're going to help, you know, students, local high schoolers be able to intern with some of the businesses you're working with. Correct. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. This is this is really exciting. So we we knew all along when we were when we were starting to develop this, that we do not have the skills to leverage social media. That's a younger man's game. So we are very, and the idea was first, how do we find some high school kids that will help us go out and create content and then turn that content into something we can utilize for the business? Um, so we reached out to the school, West, uh, uh, Washington and Lee, now soon to be Westmoreland. By the way, that was a great podcast as well. Um, we reached out and um, we hooked up with a gentleman by the name of Justin Savoy. And Justin is the director of business and technical school. And he right away started describing that he's got classes, um, one dedicated to sports entertainment, one dedicated to digital media. There's a culinary class. Um, and then we got really excited when he was talking about his desire to bring more project-based learning to the high schoolers. So the idea is that you're actually out in the field earning school credit while you're also doing projects that are part of our uh, manufacturing tourism. So we'll, we intend, we're going to put all the kids through some safety stuff. So they're going to get some OSHA credits through Justin and his team. Um, and then whether they're interested in doing the digital media, hospitality aspects of the events that we'll do. Um, but here's a really good example. Let's say we've got a group of kids that are going to kind of own the kayak sales that I'll do at the beach. Right. So they're going to help manage that business from the beginning to the end in terms of what that business plan looks like. How many kayaks a day do we need to rent? How, how do we schedule each other to kind of manage that business? And then we'll be able to process all that at the end of the summer. How did we do? You know, what was our our profit amount? How did you guys do on executing on that business plan? But more importantly, we'll have another group of kids that are um, our social media experts and they'll be catching capturing all of the digital media to use to drive awareness of the kayak business. So trying to like, you know, use these kids in good ways that support the overall goal of building and manufacturing tourism, as well as um, kind of giving, you know, we're going to get some, hopefully some super good digital media out of it. Yeah. And also giving the kids a lot of good skills and entrepreneurial skills, which is something that's, uh, that's really good and, and needed, especially in, in this generation, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I will mention that, you know, Fort Hill Riders, when they became a chapter as part of the, the National Off-Highway off Vehicle Conservation Council, part of that requirement was to set up a um, youth at risk outreach program. So we're working jointly with that group, not just in helping take them to market, but 
we're going to have kids that are going to understand those trends and help us create that geocaching and be part of like that off highway community. Um, and see if we've got some, you know, budding drag racers out there. Who knows? Yeah. And, and how can, uh, how can students find information about that? I'll, I'll put your, uh, the links to the website and the, in the show notes, but uh, is that, is that how they should find out? Go to the website or is that something you, you'll be promoting? No, they're, they're, they're going to do it right through their school. So Justin Savoy okay. sent out an email. We've already gotten about uh, six responses. Okay. Um, there's an application online that Justin will send in the link to. They fill out the application. Um, we'll start to do some some interview process just to see who's going to fit where. Fit, fit where. And I'm, I'm pretty excited because the team I've got put together to help run and coordinate the intern, they're all alumni of WNL. And two of them are mothers that have kids that are either somewhere within the Westmoreland County School District or go to WNL. So, yeah, yeah, we're excited to get everybody together and start talking about these opportunities. larger goals uh, for the Northern Nick. It seems like, you know, of course you have this business and, and you want to help promote the businesses and you want to do the internship program, but um, like, like wh- what are some of the, the, the needs that you're trying to fulfill? And like, wh- where do you see your role, Nick and Nick Adventures role and the I Work Weekends program, which is the internship program? What, what, what kind of role do you see uh, both of these programs fulfilling for this area? Well, I mean, certainly, um, you know, the, the one thing that we always kind of um, talk about is uh, we look at an establishment, like I'll use the example, there's a place called Jay's Place. And you're, you're from this area. It's on 202. It's right here in Haig. Uh, he's taken an old dairy freeze and he's uh, created that into his restaurant kitchen. Jay does an amazing, I mean, I had, I had some ribs from there two weeks ago. Unbelievable. Like, you know, and this is a guy that worked at a barbecue restaurant but he's a hole in the wall and you know, his ability to um, do what he does really well, but at the same time, master Instagram, you know, it's not, it's, we want to help him with that because I think there's a way that we could turn him on that costs very little, right. That, that could actually help him succeed. Um, And when we think about how we want to grow, you know, it's right now, we, we really just want to have technology that's helping fulfill a need because guess what? It wasn't that difficult to figure out that geocaching is something that could help Stratford Hall, that could help um, some of these some of these businesses. Um, but when I think about the community at large, it's really you know I grew up working weekends, and I, I'm sorry, I grew up working in restaurants. And our mantra was, look, I, I work every weekend. That's when the business is here. That's when the dollars are being spent. So from a community standpoint, the idea that our opportunity to make to make money and make wages and create opportunity is going to be, you know, April to October, and it's going to be those weekends. And that's when, just like yourself, we'll go out and find a job to, to mow lawns. Or if you're going to find some way to go out and be productive, that's when people are coming to spend money. And that's where you could take advantage of that.
And that was Greg Hewitt, one of the founders of Naked Nick Adventures. You can find out more about Naked Nick Adventures by visiting their website, nakednickadventures.com. And you can also find them on Instagram and Facebook. Well, that's all that we have for you today. Do you have an idea for an episode or want to share your own story? Email us at MainStreetSpeaks at gmail.com. We can also be reached on Twitter at MainStreetSpeaks and Facebook at MainStreetSpeaks. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you normally listen to your podcasts, and share with your family and friends. I'm Denzel Mitchell, this is Main Street Speaks, and we'll see you next time. You know, the, the, the manufacturing that used to be here that offered, you know, some opportunity for folks is gone. And that's where I really thought the DCR, the Department of Conservation, Recreation, and trying to manufacture tourism, as the next wave of manufacturing is super exciting to think about.